0: moment um, God has given me a word for the house. and I believe that the people of God will be blessed not just in the house, but those that are watching also through our uh, uh, live streaming and YouTube uh, uh, platforms. So I want to thank God for the opportunity. Bishop, our angel of this house, has given me to be before you. We're glad that he made it back from his two-week vacation. And the first thing I saw when he came in this morning was that big old smile. I said, look at God. Amen, amen. So I'm just going to get right to it if you don't mind. Is that okay? Amen, amen. All the other accolades, those that I may have forgotten, please forgive it. Count it to my head and not my heart. Our scripture this morning It's going to be coming from 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verses 8 and 9, and it's a small scripture, and the Word of God reads, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. The subject I want to speak to you on this morning is entitled Pressure and Time. Pressure and Time. Father, in the name of Jesus, once again, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that you are my God. I take it personal, God, that you have done what you have done for me. And so, Father, I ask, Lord, that this word that goes forth, God, gives you the glory. That you will touch these, your people, Father. Open their minds and their hearts to hear what thus you say. And God, I don't care. I'm going to give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Pressure and time. Has anyone... Ever just wanted to scream? Ah! (laughs) Why is life so hard? Have you ever asked that question? Why? Is life so hard? Why do I have to work so hard just to live on this planet? Why do I have to work so hard just to get along? Could it be the need that I have to have a job? Does that make life hard? In Genesis chapter 3 and verse 19, the word of God says, by the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food. So God tells us right in the beginning that we have to work. And some of us have to work hard. But that's not the work's hard that I'm talking about this morning. Could it be the misfortunes that we encounter in life over and over and over again throughout time? Could those misfortunes be what makes life so hard? Now, I know that there's going to be trouble. I mean, that is how God designed it, right? Isn't that how God designed it that we are going to have trouble? Zechariah 10 and 11 tells us, my people will go through an ocean of troubles. But I will overcome the waves and dry up the deepest part. Mm. Once again, God is saying to us, you will, so I will. Because you will, I Will He knows we will face difficulty, but when we do, he tells us that he will intercede on our behalf. So still the question remains, why do we have to work so hard to enjoy life? Why does God even have to step in in the first place? Why does it feel like I'm a sheep caught up in a maze of wolves? And then God revealed it to me. He he shared with me Psalms 55 and 3, and the word of God in the NIV says, Because of what my enemy is saying, because of the threats of the wicked, for they bring down suffering on me and sell me in their anger, The King James Version says because of the noise of the enemy and because of the oppression of the wicked for they drop trouble on me and in anger they bear a grudge against me. But the Bible in basic English puts it like this. They say for they put a weight of evil on me. They are cruel in their hate for me. Hallelujah! That's it. That's the answer. It's pressure. See that word noise is from the Hebrew word kol, which means to call aloud or to shout threats. The word oppression is from the Hebrew word al which means constraint. It's a form of the word mu-kal, which means pressure. It means distress. It means affliction. It means churning. It means forcing. It means wringing. It means anguish, burden, persecution, tribulation, trouble, sorrow, and pain. It means to crack or to cause to leak. You see, i realize realized that the older I get, the more I am unable to resist my response to the pressure of oppression. The accumulation of multiple forms of harassment that we endure over time causes leaks or cracks in my ability to control my responses to it. Y'all stay with me. Jesus said in Matthew 9 and 17, neither do people pour wine into old wineskins. If they do, the skins will burst and the wine will run out and the wineskins would be ruined. Now, of course, that scripture actually deals with new wine representing the Holy Spirit in the old wineskin, the old man that used to be, but For today's purposes, I'm using it to indicate how the pressure of fermentation of oppression over time will cause the old man to react out of rage to the pressure. And when that happens, opportunity to to be met with severe injury and even death is increased. In 2020... 1,021 people that we know of were killed by the police. Of that 1,410 were either black or brown. Now that's 40% of those killed. However, we only make up 30% of the population. And those numbers... Don't tell the whole truth because there is a 15% that they list as unknown race or unknown origin. So actually, it could be 55% of those killed by the police are people of color. I'm talking about pressure over time. Now, police killings is just one of the areas that we as a people are oppressed. Other areas include the judicial system, finances, property ownership, health outcomes, occupations, life expectancy, etc., etc., etc. You see, I no longer wonder if anything is wrong with me because God has explained to me That it's not me at all. Now some of you might think that it's me. But in reality it's actually the world. The world and its weight of evil putting pressure on me. Why? Because the world hates me. Hallelujah. What a relief to know that it ain't me but it's the world that hates me. That's why life is so hard, because the world hates me. Even though I may be innocent, even though I may be nice, even though I may be fair or just, none of that matters. The world hates me. And is continually putting pressure on me all the time. Pressure and time. Pressure and time. Pressure and time. Now, in the movie The Shawshank Redemption, Andy Dufresne had been wrongfully accused of killing his wife, and he was subsequently in prison. He had to endure constant assault. By the warden, by the guards, and by other prisoners. He realized that the lie was too powerful to overcome. And eventually, he began to thrive in his prison environment. How many of us here have accepted our prison condition? And have learned to navigate and thrive in our personal prison, environment, alcoholism, addiction, sexual immorality, abuse, neglect, etc., etc., etc. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 4, 5, 8, 9, and 10, the Bible says, Rather as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way in great Endurance in troubles, hardships, and distresses, in beatings, imprisonments, and riots, in hard work, sleepless nights, and hunger, through glory and dishonor, bad report and good report, genuine yet regarded as impostors, known yet regarded as unknown, dying and yet we live on, beaten and yet not killed. Sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Poor, yet making many rich. Having nothing, and yet possessing everything. Pressure and time. After many years in prison, a new prisoner, Tommy, who knew of and was willing to testify on behalf of Andy Dufresne's innocence, the warden had Tommy Killed because he was using Andy Dufresne's talents and anointing to expand his own wealth and corruption. And he didn't want him set free because he was his money pit. Revelations 22 and 10 tells us, I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his messiah for the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our god day and night pressure and time innocence is no barrier to satan's attack he will keep you in bondage now red who is a fellow prisoner played by morgan freeman explains it like this and You can show the clip now.
1: Escaped from Shawshank Prison. All they found of him was a muddy set of prison clothes, a bar of soap, and an old rock hammer worn down to the nub. I remember thinking it would take a man 600 years to tunnel through the wall with it. Old Andy did it in less than 20. Oh, Andy loved geology. I imagine it appealed to his meticulous nature. An ice age here, million years of mountain building there. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. Pressure and time. That and Like I said, In prison, a man will do most anything to keep his mind occupied. Turns out, Andy's favorite hobby was toting his wall out into the exercise yard. A handful at a time. I guess after Tommy was killed, Andy decided he'd been here just about long enough.
0: That's all it takes, really. Pressure and time. You see, like Andy Dufresne, we have to make our minds that we have been in this prison environment long enough. Hey, whoa! Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, which is our base scripture, and it really needs no exeges, but I'm going to read it to you again. It says, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. So the question is how do we handle pressure and time? You see, people handle pressure in different ways. Some people withdraw, they hold it inside. Because they don't release it, they suffer from multiple health issues. Some people use avoidance, refusing to believe their situation, but they learn eventually because pressure always catches up with you. Some people become fearful, and they express that fear with anger in their emotions. Some people fight, thinking that their fists are the solution, but that only leads more problems. Some people resort to alcoholism and addiction, but that most assuredly will compound the pressure. Some people eat or sleep too much, both of which create more health issues because of guilt and shame. So the question is, how should you handle pressure and time? And the answer is threefold. Acceptance, confession, and prayer. Hmm. Acceptance, confession, and prayer. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging One another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. The house of God is supposed to be a safe place where people accept who you are because hopefully you're here to improve your life's situation. It's not easy, (laughs) but accepting that there are some things happening to you that you can't do anything about will help you focus your time and energy more. Productively. Acceptance. Caesar Chavez once said, you're never strong enough that you don't need help. Mm. Second one is confession. Proverbs 28 and 13 says, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. 1 John 1 and 9, stay with me, I'm moving y'all. 1 and 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I had a conversation with Mother Gladys Mitchell and she told me that she was from Arkansas and her home had a well and over time they had to hire someone to clean the well because the dirt and the silt and the soot in the bottom of the well would stir and mix up with the fresh, clean water. She said that people, over time, need to get their well cleaned out. Glory! The filth of the world will mix up with their fresh spirit and they need to have their wells cleaned out and that is confession hallelujah how many people today are walking around with dirt and filth and soot in their bodies that need to be cleaned out that helps create pressure over time Mm. James 5 and 15 says and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. There's that you will, I will. Once again. So we're talking about prayer. You see, we have to lay it at the feet of Jesus and we have to leave it there. Hmm. James 5 and 16 says, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. It says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. All of these scriptures are from the NIV version. Steve Harvey said, if you pray about it, don't worry about it. But if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Prayer. We have acceptance, confession, and prayer. Isaiah 43, 1 and 5 says, and verses 8, 10, and 11, it says, By now, but now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel, that's the people of God, that's us. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flame will not set you ablaze. For I am Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom. Kushai and see ball in your stead since you are precious and honored in my sight. And because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you nations, in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. Lead out those who have eyes but are blind, who have ears. But our death, you are my witness, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen so that you may know and believe and understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed, nor will there be anyone after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me there is no Savior. Pressure and time. As I'm working on my closing, in the movie clip Andy Dufresne was able to break out of prison because he actively participated in his own escape. (laughs) But he would not have been able to do so if God had not initiated the process using pressure and time to weaken the walls. You see, the walls were already weak before Andy got to prison and he didn't even know it. You see, God had to create a situation that made him aware that his salvation was there before he got to the problem. Your salvation is there before you got to your problem. You just have to make up your mind that you've just about had enough of prison. If you begin, if you remember at the beginning, and I think the volume was a little low, but Red told us that all they found of him was a muddy set of prison clothes, a bar of soap, and an old rock hammer worn down to the nub. You see, it's our responsibility to help others be released once we get out by showing how we made it through we are to remove our old, dirty prison clothes that represent bondage. Mark 10, 49 and 50, Jesus stopped and said, call him in reference to the blind man. So they called the blind man. Cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. And the Bible says, throwing his cloak aside. He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. He took off those prison clothes Luke 15 and 21 and 22 the son said to him father I have sinned against heaven and against you and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his servants quick he said quick bring the best robe and put it on him Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. In other words, cover up those pig slop clothes. Put it and restore him to his wealth. Put it and restore his feet so that they're prepared to walk the gospel of Christ. Put a robe, put a ring, and put sandals on him. Pressure and time. John 11 and 44 says The dead man came out His hands and feet Wrapped with strips of linen And a cloth around his face Jesus said Take off those grave clothes And let him go Get rid of your prison clothes Throw off everything that reminds you Of prison And be washed Wash your body Wash your mind. Wash your spirit. Clean out your well. Then put on the best robe. Restoration is in order. So, I ask you, what garments are you wearing? Have you put off your blind clothes? Have you put off your grave clothes? You see, some people are too familiar with the old clothes, the old cloaks, the grave clothes. Jesus says, take those grave clothes off of him. He can't walk. He can't witness. He can't worship. Everything about him is bound up. Loose him and set him free. Matthew 10 and 22, you will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Loose. Him and set him free. James one and twelve. Blessed is the man, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love Him. And as I close with this final scripture, John sixteen and thirty three says, "I have told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In The world you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. (laughs) Pressure and time. Pressure and time. Pressure and time. Whew. God had already prepared the wall for Andy Dufresne that tells me that he has already prepared our way of escape Mm. acceptance confession and prayer Mm. is there anyone in here today that may be dealing with the consequences of pressure and time we want to offer this opportunity to you today because if you're alive on this planet I guarantee you've been subjected to pressure and time and God is such a wonderful and loving God that he always offers a way of escape so that you will overcome your situation. Pressure and time. Is there one that is willing to come forth and have these great women of God pray for you? Pressure and time. You see, sometimes we don't even realize that we're in a prison situation because what's going on around us has become so familiar, it's natural to us and that's what the adversary wants you to believe that it's natural for you to be in prison I've known some folks that have come out of prison and they continue to operate in that prison mentality even though they don't have any chains holding them down so if you may have endured some things if you may have reacted in a way that's out of your character if you maybe dealing with some issues that you feel that you need to go to God for, the altar is open for you. Hallelujah. Pressure and time.